Hey there, you're listening to the How To School for Health Coaches. I'm Julia Sarver, and I created this podcast for health coaches who know they want more. Listen, I've been where you are, excited about building something special, but not sure how to actually make it happen. That's what this podcast is all about, showing you the step-by-step process for launching and growing your thriving coaching practice. It's time to tap into your potential. Let's get into the episode. Hello there, this is Julia Sarver, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the How To School for Health Coaches. In this episode, I want to talk with you about how to know whether you should be running an end of year review for your health coaching practice. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, well, it's just me. There's no one else in my business. Maybe you didn't have the number of clients that you thought you wanted for the year. So you might be thinking, Ugh, I don't need to do an annual review. And honestly, I'm not sure I want to look at all that. And trust me, I get it. I spent a lot of years where I didn't do annual reviews because I thought I didn't have a big enough business. I thought I didn't have enough clients or make enough money to make it worth my time. But I've realized that annual reviews are actually really important. And now they're one step that I never ever skip when it comes to planning my year because it's really important to understand what happened in the current year before I can successfully plan the next one. So let's talk about how annual reviews can help your health coaching practice, even if your business is still small or you're just getting started. From my perspective, annual reviews are an opportunity to take a look at the past year to find out a few things. You're going to learn what worked, what didn't work, and what you might want to do differently in the new year. Now, these are obvious things to know, but I've also found that doing an annual review helps me remember things I've completely forgotten about from the previous year. This means that I often remember connections that I've made that I want to renew, events I held that worked really well but didn't remember doing, or even clients who I loved working with who I can contact about re-engaging in work. It really is worth the time to look through your calendar from the previous year to help you see how much you did and where you have places to improve in the new year. So now that you know why I think it's important to conduct an annual review, even if you're just starting out, let's walk through the process of doing one. And I just want you to know, annual reviews don't have to be complicated. Mine only takes about an hour, so when you are ready, I want you to grab your calendar, whether it's paper or digital, get a notebook or open up a document on your computer, and then we can get started looking through your year. So I recommend going through the year month by month. So start with January, and as you go through it, you're going to want to note a couple of things. First, you want to be looking for what really worked over the year. If you had certain launches or campaigns or events that brought in a lot of clients, that's really great. You definitely want to think about how you can repeat something like that in the coming year. Second, you want to look at what isn't working. Now, this might seem obvious, but I have seen a lot of health coaches put time and effort into things that just don't work for their business. 
For example, I have a client who works with clients who are struggling with fertility. She was putting a lot of time into her Instagram account because really that's what she thought she was supposed to be doing. A lot of online people say to do that. A lot of marketing coaches say to do that. But what she found was that she really wasn't getting any clients from all the effort she was putting in. So we came up with a plan and we switched her approach. And now her coaching practice is booked solid. It really just took us looking at what was happening in her business and asking the question, is this even working? Is this delivering the results that we're looking for? And when she could say, you know, no, it's not working, then we looked at other opportunities and she's having a ton more success now. And I have to say, it wasn't that people didn't want to work with her. It's just that the work she was sure she was supposed to be doing, which was being on Instagram, wasn't actually reaching her potential clients. A simple switch made a huge difference for her. And an annual review can help you find the places where you're putting in time and effort without getting good results. Okay, so after looking for what's really working, after doing the harder work of looking at, well, what's not working and where do I need to shift? Then I look through my calendar to remind myself of any partnerships that I had throughout the year. If there's someone who I want to re-engage or try to have another partnership with in the coming year, I just send a quick note to them and saying, you know, hey, thank you so much for doing this uh, with me earlier this year. I'm planning my next year that's coming and do you have any interest in doing something together again? It's just really nice to um, have some of that started as you go into the new year and to just remember that you have this connection with someone. It really is helpful to understand where you already have support that you may not remember that you had. And I have to say, you will never regret having partnerships that bring you clients on the calendar for the next year. It feels so good to have things like that either already booked or already on the way to being booked. After that, I look through the calendar to remind myself of the clients that I worked with through the year. This is such a great thing to do because it does a couple of things. First, it reminds me of clients that I worked with who I loved. It just reminds me of the transformation we'd created, um, the shifts in their business that have happened. And for me, that's always a really exciting thing to think about. And also, of course, I want to work with as many clients as possible who I absolutely love working with. So I definitely reach out to those people as well because a lot of times they want to work with me again. So just like with the partnerships, this is a great time of year to get in touch with people and see how they're doing and whether they're interested in revisiting a program with you in the upcoming year. Now finally, after I've done all this, I take a look at the financial part of my annual review. I know that this can be hard for people, so I want you to stick with me, and I really want you to do this, even if it feels like, well, I didn't bring in any money, or my business lost money this year. It's still really important to get in the habit of paying attention to your money. So first, I look at how much income my business earned over the year. So this is not the only way that I measure success, but it's a pretty big indicator of whether what I was doing was working or not. And as you've heard me already say in this episode, it's a big question for me. And frankly, it's the only one that matters a lot of the time. Is what I'm doing working? That simple. Is it working? I know that sometimes talking about money can bring up shame for people, but I really want you to know that staying on top of your finances 
will make a huge difference in your business growth. It has for me over the years. And also the more I do it, the less, the less sort of intense it becomes. Like it it becomes not as big of a deal. I don't get that racing heart feeling. (laughs) And the more I pay attention to my money, the more money I make, because it just makes a difference to know like, geez, look at, look at March and April. I didn't actually make any money that month. Why? Then you go back to your calendar and you see, oh, because I didn't make any offers. Whoops, I better fix that for next year, right? So that's why this end of year review can be really helpful because it helps us notice the holes that we might not even have realized were there. Okay, so with regard to looking at my finances, I also look at which programs and offerings brought the most income to my business. This is absolutely eye-opening because when I do this, I become very aware of the programs that bring me a lot of money and don't take as much work as some of the programs I have that don't bring me very much money and take a lot of work. And when I have that realization, I get to make a choice. You know, do I love the program that isn't earning as much income? Is there a way I could be earning more income with it? Maybe because I love it so much, I don't actually care that it's not making a ton of income. But at least then I know, right? Like at least I can see where my time is going and what sort of uh, return on investment I'm getting for the time that I'm putting in. This process... um, also allows me to look at opportunities I may have missed or programs that I worked hard on but flopped. So if things flop, then I have to consider whether I dropped the ball, like maybe I didn't market it as well as I should have, or maybe the program is simply not a good fit for my audience. And just like I was saying before about the programs that make me the most money and the ones that bring in less money, but maybe I really love them, um, then I get to make an informed decision. And I think informed decisions are really important. If I had a program that, that flopped, and I'm pretty sure that I could have done a better job, then I have to ask myself, okay, but is this actually something my audience wants? Is this solving a problem for my audience? If the answer is yes, well, then I might want to recalibrate the way that I marketed it. But if the answer is no, then I might just have to set it to the side. And and these are the types of things you want to be looking at regularly in your business because we put so much time and energy into building programs and we want to make sure that our Programs are the right ones for our clients. Okay, and finally, I look at how much money I earned each month. This is important, obviously, because it helps us see where is a month where it's historically low. Maybe every year in October is low for you. Okay, so then we can look and see, well, why is that? Is it because we're taking all of August and September off and so we haven't put any marketing in place? If that's the case, which it is, it can be for me, I take all of August off, then I can decide to schedule some marketing, then I can decide to take less vacation, Um, then I can decide maybe I want to offer an evergreen program during that time, or I can just acknowledge like, no, I'm totally taking this time off, but I need to make more, you know, really look at what am I making in June and July so that I'm covering those months better. And so I have more in my savings. So again, it's about informed decision making. I really get a sense of which months are really strong for me, which months are less strong, and then I can decide what I want to do about that. One more thing. I also look over my calendar to see how much vacation I took. This for me is hugely important because 
I work for myself for many reasons, but one of the reasons is that I like to be in control of my time and I want to have as much time available to me really as I want. Like I want to be the one who decides how I spend my time. So if I can look and see, okay, I took a week there. um, I took four weeks there. Did it feel like enough? Does it, did I feel burned out uh, by, you know, this date? If that's the case, then I probably need to plan some more vacation and some more breaks to help myself recharge and to rest so that I don't hit that burnout feeling as quickly. So I really do think this is an important piece um, to look at how much vacation did I take intentionally? Because that I think is also the mark of a good business owner, having time off, having time to do what you want to do. That's something that for me is very important. And that's really it. It really only does take about an hour to do, but the information you'll have when you're done with your year-end review is absolutely priceless. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I hope that you are going to do a year-end review. I really would love it if you would come find me and tell me. You can find me on Instagram at The Confident Health Coach. Just send me a DM and say, hey, yeah, I did the year-end review. It was super helpful. Or, you know, if you hated it, you can tell me that too. But I really do try to keep it simple and streamlined and look at just the things that really matter. We don't have to get too granular when we do it, but it is important to have a sense of, huh, this really worked, this really didn't, I never make any money in April and October, how can I fix that? And it it makes you feel a lot more confident as you're going into your planning for the next year. And speaking of planning for the next year, I am actually going to be hosting in the first week of January a free challenge that's going to help you plan better for 2023. So if you're not yet a member of my online community, it's a free community. You can find it at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash insider, and you'll be able to join our group uh, where we talk about a lot of business stuff. We talk about where to focus. Um, I'm in there a lot doing lives and giving advice to people. But from Wednesday, January 4th through Sunday, January 8th, we will be doing our annual Plan Better Challenge. Each day, I will be hosting a live with you, giving you one very specific task to do to help you plan better for 2023. And we have people do homework on there every time people post uh, what they've done. And when you do that, you get entered to win a private coaching session with me. So it's actually a ton of fun. Um, Last year, we promised five free coaching sessions. And I think we ended up giving away over 10 because so many people participated. So again, the way to get access to that is by joining my free online community, theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash insider. Or you can just come to the show notes, which you can find at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash podcast, and you'll find a link to join there. So hopefully you'll be able to join me for that plan better free challenge where you're going to be working for five days on creating an awesome plan for 2023. So I hope to see you there. I hope you have a great holiday season. And I want to say thank you again for being part of my community and for listening to the podcast.